Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. Party. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of Friends Watching Friends. I'm Matt. I'm Chrissy. I'm Meg. And I'm Katie. And today we are talking about season two, episode oh boy, what is seven. This? Seven, seven. seven. <laughs> episode seven of Friends. The one where Ross finds out. Oh my god! What does he find out? I don't know. We'll find out in the synopsis. I know yeah. now. Sorry, go ahead. You do. <laughs> <laughs> Super exciting. Yeah, but before we can get to all that excitement, it's time for some discussions from all you guys from episode last week. 31. Yes. This is from episode... Six, whatever the hell. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't even think. But anyway, the one with the baby on the bus is what this episode we're talking about here. Um, so actually, we have a lot of discussion points from you guys. This is really exciting. Um, but one person said that this episode infuriates them because they don't understand how you can just leave a baby on the bus. And number one, and then if when you do you don't realize like you can't pick which one is which like you don't do not look at the baby at all that day like you weren't paying attention to him whatsoever that you don't know what baby it is like what and I'm, i totally agree on that one <laughs> it's so bad it's so bad but like if anyone was gonna do what happened it's gonna be those two very true very true um it's very true joey and chandler-esque in my opinion um, but they also, this person also says that they they kind of have a child, childish way to them in this episode, which I kind of agree. But um, I don't know if it's necessarily too much, like, too off-putting to me. I just think it's their characters, and it was pretty funny how that worked out. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was just, like, super fitting to them, and, like, no babies were harmed in the making of that episode, so everything came to a happy ending. Yeah, luckily, uh, they picked the right baby, so... Phew. Oh my god, can you, I really thought it was going to be a girl. I know, I thought for sure it was going to be the wrong baby. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> for real, though. Um, so we have another one here that... Um, that they, they said that they agree with the, the hobby comments. Um, they sew a lot, this particular person. And uh, a lot of people tell her that she should put it on Etsy... Or something, and she's like, ah, I don't want to do that because I don't want to like ruin um, my hobby. Like, you know, I don't want to have to. This is just something for me and my happy place, so I don't want to, you know, have to be the one to like sell stuff if it's something I want to do. And I thought like, that's a good point. It's just the point we were trying to make in the last episode, because um, it doesn't become fun anymore when you have right. to do that. But you don't want to lose your passion for it either. You know, that'd be that's. That happens a lot, I feel like, and it's sad. Yeah. It is, for sure. Oh, they also said the, a comment about Stephanie singing so long <laughs> that it's like, it, it was, they didn't mind the episode, but um, it just bothers me how long how long she sings. And also, I feel like a complete, like, butthead 
because um, Chrissy Hine, the person that played Stephanie, is from The Pretenders. Um, and she, that's the, the 80s group that played, um, that, um, why am I losing my words today? So, I'll, I'll Stand By You song. And, yeah, duh, I knew that. Why didn't I know that that was her? So. That makes a lot more sense. Like we said, if it was a celebrity guest, we'd understand. Well, right. I guess it was, so <laughs> I get it now. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, that's who it is. And I'm like, oh, sweet. That's exciting. Um, and since the episode was in was in 95, that was when the group was like, you know, had their big um, song comes out and everything like that. So that was cool. Good fact. Thank you. Um, someone else said that they would be super stressed for the rest of Ben's life, that he, it was the wrong baby. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Another comment that this episode seems like it was a filler episode uh, compared to the rest of the series, pretty much. We come through a few of these here and there, but this is one that feels like filler, which I agree. I kind of mentioned that the last episode. It's not my favorite. Um, I know Meg liked it, though. It did. Meg loved it. But I kind of, you know, like, I don't know. I kind of liked it because it was filler. Because it was, like... I don't know, as weird as that sounds, because I didn't like the thumb one because it was filler. I feel like it was actually just, like, okay filler. I'm making shit up. I don't know. I liked it. Sometimes you just gotta get away from the storyline, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Another comment about Ross and Monaco's relationship. Um, They said they didn't find it creepy. I don't think there was anybody who did, if I'm not mistaken, who commented that they found Ross and Monaco's relationship creepy. It was just... um, you know, close siblings, and, you know, later on in the episodes, they do mention that they, you know, they were, they, you know, pick on each other and stuff like that, like normal siblings do, but now as adults, they're becoming, like, you know, the best friends of the adults, and I think that's pretty fitting for a lot of people, like, my sisters are five and eight years older than I am, but yeah, I mean, we still picked on each other when we were young, but now it's, we have nothing to fight about at all, you know, so, like, yeah, are my best friends in that sense, so, like, what? I pick on my siblings all the time, and they pick on me. <laughs> yeah, well. you guys are super close in age, though. There's four of you within four Monica years. Monica and Ross are fairly close. Yeah, that's true. They are like two years difference. But I guess it just depends on family. But you guys like jokingly pick on each other. I don't think you actually mean like you suck. I don't actually think that you really think that he sucks. <laughs> 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 I mean, I tell that to my sister that she sucks, but. That's for fun. Depends on the sibling, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Ridiculous. <clears throat> um, uh, uh, um, oh, that they said. Another person said that they understand about. Katie says that she feels guilty about calling, calling in or leaving work, for being sick. Hate um, that man. Yeah, totally true. I get it. You don't want to say anything to your boss, and a lot of people feel it. Kate, feel yeah. it. Good. I'm not alone. <laughs> Just do it. I know. Just do it. Don't feel bad. Just do it. If you're sick, if you need to leave for some reason, just go. If you're blowing it off, then you're probably a garbage human being. But if you have a real reason to... <laughs> if you I'll need a mental day, day, take a That's mental a day. That's a reason. That's not just blowing off your job. That's because you need a mental day. I'm totally for that. I'm saying you just like, you're just like... The whole thing eh. is important. 
Yeah, mental health days are important. They're very important. Well, in the beginning, you whenever I took a day off, you were That's like, true. "Why?" And That's I'm like, true. He did kind of like convince me that, that they're important. Like at first, I was just like, "No, like go to work, go to work. We all should go to work." And then he's like, "No, it's totally fine. Mental health day." And I'm like, "I don't know," but now it's like, "Yeah, you're right. Do it. It, it makes sense. For sure. do it. You need it." Uh, and last comment, um, someone said that this was their favorite episode. And um, it's just interesting that they hope, hopefully they got the right baby. And um, that makes a difference because, you know, it's scary. I think that's the biggest comment we've received, though, is just people worrying that Ben is actually Ben. <laughs> Are we going to get to, like, season 10 and find out that it was actually the wrong baby? <laughs> <laughs> the kid named Joel or something. Yeah. <laughs> the real Ben shows up, looks exactly so like livid. Ross. If my friends did that, you'd be what? I'd be livid. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's for what sure. we were saying. Like, I don't. But I was thinking because I was listening to you guys' episode, and I'm like, all right, if Suzette or someone did that, like, would I still be friends with them? <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd forgive her. Yeah, I mean, it's a big deal. I feel I feel like I wouldn't just, child. just roll off of me or anything like that. Because, yeah, it's that's my kid. What is wrong with you? Like, not what's wrong with you, but, like, come on. Come what's on. What's wrong with you? Trying that's correct. It. Yeah, trying to hide it. That's another thing. Like, that's a big deal. It may not be my kid. What? Like, right. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Crazy, I can't remember crazy. what your child looked like, so I just picked one. It's still a baby, right? I mean... <laughs> so we're actually live right now, and someone just said, uh, Switched at birth, friends edition. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yes. um, but anyway, that's all the uh, discussion points we have today. So, great. Those are fun. Thanks, guys. Do you know what time it is? It's time for... The Friends Friends 15! Woo-hoo! Cute, cool music in the background. Let's all jam to it for a second. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't all right. hear it, but ooh, ooh. Oh, it's there in spirit. Yeah, we don't hear it either, but you know, just pretend. Can't you just feel it flowing through your veins? Always. Right? What am I gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> well, you better get ready. On your mark, get set, go. Ross finds out that Rachel likes him. What? That's your oh, friend's oh best 15? <laughs> Can I start over? No! Come on, that was a joke. No, oh my shit. god. It was a that joke. Was, that was terrible. You just ruined it for everybody. <laughs> it was a joke. Alright. On your mark. But I really I don't remember. Okay. Gets. <laughs> Go. Monica and Chandler work out a lot. Chandler hates it. Um, Ross and Julie might adopt a cat and then. Rachel goes on a date with Michael and then she tells Ross she likes him. 10.7. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Vinny forgot the cat. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? No. Go! Chandler doesn't know why anyone's dating him and then Phoebe says that he gained weight. That's super rude. So then Monica wants to help him lose weight and they work out and she's like obsessed with it and cats and Julie sucks and uh oh man there's something I was gonna say and I totally forgot. <laughs> Four, 14 and a half seconds. At least I didn't get buzzed. <laughs> Chrissy's gonna get buzzed. Ugh. Yeah, but no, she has not. good reason. Guys, she knows, like, everything. You guys took... Yeah, alright. Go ahead, Matt. Are you ready? 
Sacco. Uh, yeah, no. Ross finds out. What do you want? What do you want to know? <laughs> they try to get a cat. One has stripes. One doesn't. He can't decide. And then eventually he decides, no, I'm not going to get a cat. Okay, I understand 12, the 12 focus seconds. on the cat. I, I mean, I'm judging you because that was not good. But okay. <laughs> it took everything. I don't know. I'm gonna ex- mind blown you. Do it. Mind. Are That's you ready? Me. Give me your one words. I love it. Mine? Okay. Ready? Ready? <laughs> Steady? Go. Ready. Uh, Michael and a guy, guy in the restaurant wants to use your phone. His his phone and um. In the zone, we're grooving, and Phoebe can't make her hands meet with Chandler, and um, kisses, a lot of kiss, kissing. Over. Also, can we talk about how none of the four of us mentioned the fact that Phoebe had sex with a guy? Oh, yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. She had a convince. We all forgot <laughs> about that. Joey's God. Right, right. Joey's, Joey's God, God, yeah. What happened with Joey this episode? Nothing. No, Nothing yet. he's just being a cool friend for Phoebe. He couldn't reach the remote. <laughs> Why are you watching a rabbi play electric guitar? <laughs> Alright, girl, give me that synopsis. Okay, so we begin in Monica and Rachel's apartment, and Rob, not Ross, Chandler comes in and says that, hey, what's wrong with me? You know, like, I can't find a date, blah, blah. And then Phoebe says, "Oh, you know, I don't don't say that about yourself. You know, you're great, but you know, every time I feel put on a little weight, I always feel the same way." And he's like, "Wait, wait, what? Like I I put on some weight? What do you mean?" And um, all the friends are like, uh, "Change the subject, move on." And uh, he's like, "No, no, really? Did I did I put on some weight? What's going on?" And so they're like, "Oh, you know, maybe a little, but like, don't worry about it. No big deal." And Monica suggests to work out with him. And uh, she needs something to do because she is unemployed still, so she needs a project. And he agrees to work out with her. All good. So next scene, um, Monica knocks on Chandler's door. They're ready to go running. And Chandler has these, like, biker shorts on. or I don't know the best way to describe them. I guess that, like, they're super tight, stretchy pants. And um, Monica just, like, looks at him and laughs. And he's like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going to change now. <laughs> So they go running, and um, Chandler, he just gets super tired, and instead of saying anything, he just gets in a cab, and it drives away. <laughs> <laughs> and Monica's just like, what the hell? Oh, man. Um, and then uh, Phoebe, it, we're back in the coffee house, and Phoebe is telling the gang that she went on a nice date with this guy, um, but he still has not agreed to have sex with her. Like he still won't put out, and why not? And it's driving me nuts, but okay. And um, everyone's like, "Oh, don't worry. Like it'll, you'll be all right. Figure it out." Um, so then we see Ross and Julie um, making out and hanging out, I guess, at, outside of the coffee house. And uh, Rachel's like, "Oh, no big deal. Like I'm fine now. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm good. I have a date tonight. Monica set me up, and um, I'm over it. So." There. So, um, Ross and Julie then come in and explain to the gang that they have decided to get a cat together. And, um, they're gonna go pick it up and, uh, yeah, it's gonna be great. So, for whatever reason, that, like, weirds out Rachel big time. And she, like, acts all awkward and weird. And she's like, oh, I gotta go now. I have a date. Bye. And she just, like, leaves with her tray, by the way. (laughs) And then she, like, comes back in and is like, yeah, we're not supposed to take this. (laughs) 
Um, so she gets ready for her date, and um, we see them at a restaurant, and she's hanging out, and she's getting drunk on wine, and um, basically talking about cats forever, like how long do cats live, and this and that. And this guy's like, like, "What me. are you?" <laughs> um, the guy's like, "What do you mean?" And he said, "Oh, she's like, no, it's, you know, it's not a big deal. It's just like a friend of mine's getting a cat with his girlfriend, and oh man, they just started going out. Can you believe that?" And the guy was like, "Oh, is this like an ex-boyfriend or something?" And she's like, "Ha, he wishes." <laughs> and like, just the night gets keeps getting worse and worse, and she keeps getting more drunk and like just saying stuff and. He, this poor guy is just like, he's, yeah, he's just done. He just wants to leave. Give me the check, like, please. No dessert. Let me leave. No dessert. No. He's just paying for Oliver Wine. Poor guy. Pretty much. Oh, um, so he, like, tries to give her advice as well. He's like, you know, like, you're going to be fine. I went through a divorce. You're going to be all right. Like, you just don't see it because, you know, I haven't had any closure yet. But she'll be fine. Like, don't worry. And she's like, oh, man, you're right. I need closure. How do I get it? He's like, um, there's no great, you know, one way. It's just whatever it takes for you to say that you're over him. And she's like, you're right. Yeah. So at the next table, this guy has a cell phone and he's talking on it. And Rachel's like, hey, excuse me. Excuse me. Can I borrow your phone? And the guy's like, what? Like, I'm talking on it. What's the matter with you? And she's like, I, I know, I know. Like, it's just one phone call. I'll pay for it myself. I'll be really fast. No problem. And he's like, uh, okay, fine. So she gets a phone call, or takes the phone and calls Ross and leaves a voicemail and basically just tells him, like, I'm over you, and this is closure, so bye. I'm done. So she hangs up, throws the phone in the ice bucket of the wine, the wine ice bucket, which I found funny. And the guy she's on a date with is just like, okay, great. Like, we're done here. Um, I liked whenever he was like, do you want pie? <laughs> no. <laughs> you want a piece of pie or something? Oh, man. So, and meanwhile, um, Monica and Chandler's workout thing is not very going very well. Monica's pushing Chandler way too hard, and he is just like, I'm over it. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I'm everything is sore. Like, please, I need to get her to stop. Uh, and Monica's just like, Come on, come on, like, let's keep going, let's keep going. So he, she's continuously pushing him until he's, like, dead. Um, Phoebe and Joey. Uh, Joey's kind of helping out Phoebe with this date problem that she's having with this guy she's seeing that, you know, he won't put out. So so he's like, you know, if you're going to want to know what the deal is, just ask him. You know, like, you're going to talk to him and just figure it out. Talk. Um, and he's, she's like, you're right. So she comes over Joey's later and was like, so um, he asked me to go come over today for lunch, and I did, and we actually did it. So yeah, and he was like, "Oh, great! Like, how did how did it go? How did you know the conversation go?" And she was like, "Well, he just thought that um, sex could be really emotional for a woman, and he wanted to make sure that we're you know we're serious before we go down that road and all that." So um, I had to persuade him after with a lot of talking, and uh, eventually, yeah, he did it. Woohoo! And Joey's like, wait, so you got him to, you know, you, you basically begged him to sleep with you and, um, you know. Made it okay, he doesn't have to call. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I just lost my train of thought. Um, made it okay, you don't have to call again and everything's fine, like you, you convinced him all that? And she was like, well, yeah. And he's like, wow, this guy's my god. <laughs> what? 
terrible. Um, so that's works out for, for Phoebe, I guess. Um, so back with uh, Ross and Rachel. Um, next day, um, Rachel is hungover big time in the apartment. And Ross comes over because he's going to borrow some cat toys from Monica. Apparently, she used to have a cat. Um, and he's like, Rachel doesn't remember anything about the previous night. She doesn't remember calling him or at all. And I was like, you know, I think I had a dream about you or something. Like, Did you call me or something? Like, did we talk? And he was like, no, no, I stayed at Julie's. She's like, oh, okay, cool. And he's like, actually, I didn't check my messages yet. Do you mind? And she's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, whatever. So, um... Ross listens to the message of, you know, Rachel, and she's trying to, she just remembers, she's trying to, like, grab the phone from him, but it doesn't work out, and Ross finds out the magical news that Rachel has feelings for him, um, so and they were really, yeah, and they're really awkward with each other for a little bit, and then Ross realizes, oh, yeah, I have a girlfriend, and oh, shit, and, uh, okay, I'm gonna go now and get a cat, bye, so they go, Julie and Ross are at a, at a animal shelter and they're looking at cats and uh, he's really like mean and weird towards Julie and he's just like can't figure things out and um, he's you know she's like how about this one or, or this one with the stripes over here you, you can pick whichever, whichever one and he was like I don't know both cats are beautiful and, and they're funny and I'd be happy with either one but like I don't know and she's like, um, okay, great. Well, do you want to take both then? And he's like, both? What? I can't have two cats. What? No way. <laughs> uh, Joey's the kind of person to have two cats, but not me. You know, I can't handle that. And he, she's like, okay. Um, and that's, that's the end of that scene. So then we cut to Rachel is at the coffee house, and she's closing up. And Ross comes comes over, and uh, he basically is kind of gets gets on our case a little bit that, you know, you had no right to tell me you had feelings for me at this point because, you know, I'm doing great with Julie right now and I don't need this um, kind of thing right now. Why didn't you say anything before uh, I met her? And she's like, I didn't know I had feelings for you. Why didn't you tell me? And he was like, well, I don't know. Why? So they kind of have like a, a little bit dispute and like yelling match to each other. And um, it's actually kind of a, a scene that I found really touching in this particular part was when um you know rachel says so what are you gonna do you just gonna throw you know put away those feelings that you have for me and be done with it and he's like i've been doing it since the ninth grade i've gotten pretty good at it and that's really like a i don't know like i don't know if she actually knew that i guess we could talk about this later but if she actually knew that he had those feelings for so long or whatever but you kind of realize that now, you all know that she, he had a, a crush on her in high school since the, the pilot episode, but you don't really realize how much it ate at him this like forever, from now till then. Like, Yeah, so anyway, uh, with all that said, he storms out, and she's like, just get out of here, bye. And then, um, so she locks the door of the coffee house and just, whoa. A few locks. A few locks, yeah, very many locks. <laughs> no, you're in New York when? My God. Yeah, for real. <laughs> So um, then he comes back to the window and just looks at her, and she's kind of um, getting herself together after the, their their fight. And she finds him looking at the, through the window. So she goes over to the door and tries to unlock it. Uh, has a has a rough time there for a second, um, but eventually gets the door open. And um, you know they have a magical, beautiful kiss, make out. It's raining outside. Yeah, raining outside. Yeah. It's a. Uh, 
the music that they chose for the background is just like, oh man, powerful. And their chemistry is just so great. And it's just like, mm, makes you feel so good. And that's the end of the episode. Oh, that's not true. There's one at the very last scene. um, (laughs) Chandler's like, Monica, we're not working out anymore. It's Sunday and I'm not doing this. Stop it. And he, she's like, oh, come on, fat boy. Like, you only got one more pound. Let's come on. And he was like, you know, I'm so amazed at how much energy you have. And she's like, thanks. That's so nice. And he's like, yeah, yeah, especially since you don't have a job right now. And she's like, well, no. And, but that's okay. And he's like, yes, well, you can't tell your your parents because they, they'd be so disappointed. And you can't tell a boyfriend because you don't have one. Wow, I, I, don't man- I can't imagine even getting out of bed. And she's like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. And, like, gets all depressed. So he's like, you can take a nap here if you want. We don't have to go for a run. And he's, she's like, okay. So like he puts a blanket on her and lets her take a nap on the couch. And he like dances back into his room. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> um, but yeah. Cruel. Indeed. I mean, they were both kind of cruel. They like brought that upon themselves. She called him fat boy. That's true. <laughs> 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 I like didn't feel bad for her because of that. But then I was like, as he was saying those things, I was like, oh, Chandler, that's really mean. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> it's harsh. Uh, friends. All right. Can we talk about how much of a creeper Ross looked like, though, staring in the window for a second? <laughs> like, just a brief second. I was like, you're creepy. Meg said that, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I realized that teeny tiny scene where like he looked through the window and saw her crying and then she went and unlocked the door. I had seen that scene before. What? Before I don't about it? I don't know when and I don't know how or where. On some random TV. Probably like a video meme on Facebook or something like months ago, like before this started, because I've been very good with scrolling past friends memes on social media since starting this podcast but that little blip i hadn't seen the whole thing like their little fight beforehand and all that it was literally just honestly i don't even know if i saw her messing with the locks i feel like it was just like i've seen the picture of like him in the window and her crying and then i've seen their kiss i have not till now i have now wasn't it magical it was hot was hot right the rain. Mm. Did she have her wedding ring on, though? I don't think it was her wedding ring, but was she that her right hand? Is it like mirrored? It should be. It might might be. It mirrored. confused me. I was like, why are you yeah. still wearing that? Well, she gives it back to him in the first season because right. that's Barry. So yeah, I don't I think know. that was actually her wedding ring or engagement ring or anything. Hmm. But anyway, yeah. How about some characters? We got we got some. How about Julie? Let's do it. How about Julie? You want to talk about Julie? She is like a wounded puppy in this episode. And I feel bad. Wounded puppy? I don't feel bad. Yeah, wounded kitty. <laughs> Just for a second. For a little I second. I feel bad because... I feel bad for her in that yeah. scene because, like, she's so invested and he's... Well, because they talked about this, and then right. all of a sudden he's got you know his own thing going on. He's so got he, Rachel like, starts, on the brain, right? So he starts flipping the table, and he's like, "Oh, which which one is uh, you know old, maybe sick, you know, close to death, or whatever." And she's like, oh, <laughs> oh, "Wait, what?" Yeah, I felt bad. I thought it was funny that both Rachel 
and Ross had that thought about how long the cats live. Like, yeah, that's a commitment. Nice. Like, why don't they start with like a goldfish? That is a commitment. Hey, like, goldfish can live a long time if they get up the right tank and everything else. This you is just true. assume a goldfish is like the little plastic bag of. Katie's mom had a goldfish that lived for forever and got so big. Yeah. I mean, like, the goldfish was, like, this big. Like, a fat fish. And it ate out of her mom's hand. Like, it was crazy. crazy. What was its name? Patty. Patty. (laughs) (laughs) Patty. Patty I just remember it at your old house. Yeah. Well, uh, I think Rachel's right. They should have gotten a fruit fly. Yeah. What, what, are the, what are those called? What are those called? <laughs> <laughs> she fruit says fly. fruit fly, too. I know. I'm like, they should get one of those fruit flies. Those things that live for a day. What are they called? And he's like, a fruit fly? Yes. That's so yeah, smart. That's so smart. <laughs> uh, it's uh, so great. I guess she's not really. Like, Julie is not really. You don't see her being that upset in this episode because she obviously doesn't know what's coming. You feel bad because But I just you feel know. bad. I, yeah, I think that's it. You almost feel bad because you know what's coming. Or possibly. Dramatic yeah. irony. It's the best. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel bad because I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I felt bad for Michael. Oh, I yeah, I did. did feel bad for Michael. God. He's just like, all right, first of all, this is a waste of night because clearly this girl is, has no interest in me and is just hung up on someone else. Like, this is She's just got a waste. Issues. Big time. And, like, but I like him because he, like, still gave advice and he still, yeah. like, offered her pie anyway. <laughs> and, like, he still was like, listen, like, it's going to be fine. It's, you know, relax, whatever. But, like, he, yeah. I still liked him. Like, I feel bad for him because, like, that night was a bust for him. Bummer. But, like... He's still a nice guy to like, you know, give her some advice and talk to her anyway. Like, some of the guys just pick, all right, peace, have a good night. I'll, you know, find your own cab home and, you know, I'm out. Deuces. I like when, uh, when she's on the phone giving a message to Ross and she's like, you should get that cat. You should name it Michael. And then she she looks at Michael and and is like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like, "Mm -hmm." like, yeah. Sure. I also like the uh, I'll offer to pay for the cell phone call. Right. Yeah, because yeah, this is like not. you know the '90s where right. minutes and everything counted. Oh I remember God. when it was twenty-five cents per text message, and my dad like wanted to kill me one time because I sent a lot, and it was a quarter oh. each way, receiving and sending. Receiving? That's just mean. Yeah, all you kids out there today who like. Which I do it now, but you text as you think, you know? That's a lot of money adding up. You couldn't do that back in the day. You had to write a fat yeah. paragraph for yeah. a quarter. Yep. On your And like, blog. you know, that is shortened. It's like a tweet, a smaller yeah. tweet. Yeah. Choose your word. It's where and you had the LOL text with the from. numbers. To save money. Yeah. Terrible. Put all you can in those uh, one, in one text. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like, especially, like you said, like in the 90s, the cell phones... Not everyone had a cell phone. Right. You know, obviously, like, she had to ask the person, you know, the other table to have, like, for, for it. And, like, that cell phone was one of those, uh, mamma jammas, those giant, uh... Little bricks. You know, looks like the a antennas. portable phone, basically. Yeah. It's like a, a house phone, basically. Yeah. But, 
Yeah, I feel bad for Michael, and I feel bad for Julie. But, you know... No one cares, because Ross and Rachel kissed. That's true, though. I think I'll get it. They really did have a good kiss. I mean, I kind of liked... Because it reminded me... I know how we did season one recap, and we said that, like, the sexual tension um, couple or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. I like how they had, like, a, a fight there. Like, they said some, like, real shit to each other. Yeah. And, like, I, especially, I know I mentioned it already, but especially Ross's thing, like, I've been doing it since the ninth grade. I got pretty good at it. And he's just really, like, attitude towards her and stuff. And she just gives it back to him. And then, like, you're like, damn, that was, that was, uh, that was kind of rough there for a sec. But yeah. then, like, they both come back to each other. And then, like, the chemistry is, like, perfect. Like, they really did have great chemistry on camera, I really have to say. I was yeah. really worried that this episode was going to end with their fight. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like Friends does that kind of shit. <laughs> but, uh, so I was actually, like, as I was watching that scene, I was really mad at it for a second, because I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. This is going to be him finding out, they're going to get in a fight, and then they're, like, not going to talk for a couple episodes, blah, blah, bullshit. And then, like, and then it happened, and I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, switcheroo. Yeah. I like that in that fight, though, because, like, they've been kind of tiptoeing around each other, you know, and, like, now it's like, this was raw shit, this was real. Like, get it out there how you feel, because, yeah, there's some anger involved, too. It's like, why didn't you tell me? Well, why didn't you tell me? I really wanted Rachel to be like, I was going to tell you when you walked off that plane, and then Julie was there. But she didn't. Yeah. Well, I like how Ross even said it too. He was like, and that's not like I didn't try, but things kept getting in the way. Like the Italian guys and ex fiancés. And like, I mean, he's got a point there. Like, and sometimes I want to like slap him to be like, why can't you just tell her? Like, God. But then at the same time, looking back, you're like, yeah, her ex fiance did show up and was sticking around for a little bit there. And then that, you know, Paolo was, I don't even know. He was in and out for so long. And, uh, good pun. <laughs> I also didn't, I guess I didn't really catch on to the fact that, like, it had been a year, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, between seasons. So, like, but, like, that was kind of nice point, for her to, to lay out time for us a little bit there, because, like, you yeah. can kind of follow along a little bit with, like, holidays and whatnot, but it's difficult sometimes to gauge, yeah, to, like, gauge how long in between episodes and, like... You could see because of the baby and all that kind of stuff. But it was just nice to, like, get a time frame a little bit. A number. Yeah. But, yeah, like, you really realize, when, like, when we dive into these episodes, you realize how much Ross really had to deal with. Be like, yeah, like, yeah, he asked her out kind of, not really, but in the first episode, the pilot episode, like, would it be okay if I did? And she says, yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay, great, like, maybe something's gonna happen here and nothing does and then you're thinking why not well it's like all right if i was in his shoes this person like just stopped their old life is trying to make a new one trying to get a new like a a new job is living somewhere else has to be an adult that never was before really like that's a lot on her plate maybe i should leave her be and like be her friend and see if she needs anything first and maybe not go so much into like romance right now and 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 to the fact that she just left somebody at the altar. Yeah. So, right. okay. But what about the okay. laundromat? What about the laundromat? It happened. I mean, I And agree. then nothing. <clears throat> yeah. 
Agreed. That's that was his, that'd be his window. You know, that, that would have been it. Just saying. Yeah. They were under the influence of the fumes of that laundry detergent. Oh yeah. Little bit of ice. Little bit of ice. Um, but yeah. Uh who else can we talk about? Um yeah, Phoebe and Joey. Can I, I just like their relationship a lot. I think it shows here um the beginnings of it. Um Phoebe and Joey have a, a close relationship. Um and it kind of begins here, I think, at least begins showing it here. Um, I always want to keep saying Matt LeBlanc is Joey. I don't know why, because I'm looking at my notes here, and it says Matt giantly. But anyway, Joey, I really like how he invested he is with Phoebe's problem. Um, you know, he she he comes cares. over to tell... Yeah, he cares. He comes over... She comes over to tell him stuff, and he's like, so how'd it go? Like, tell me about it. And it's, it's, it's nice to see, because... You don't see that very often with people, like, like, unless you get really lucky with that one best friend, you know, or whatever. But um, you see it here, and I really like that. Yeah, they've got a really cute relationship that we don't see a lot of, but when we do, it's, like, it's really good. Parts of, like, that whole storyline kind of felt awkward to me for some reason, though, because, like, I guess Phoebe is just an awkward person with, like, how she delivers stuff sometimes. Just a little bit. A little. But it just felt, like, weird. Some I don't know. Just Phoebe's delivery was, like, weird to me. But then part of me is like, well, that might just be Phoebe. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I see what you were, you were saying. Um, she does kind of make it a little... Like, the whole situation, I feel, was awkward. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I would tell my friends that, though. Like, I don't think the subject necessarily was awkward. But No, like, the subject wasn't awkward. It was just, like, her talking about it. She was just awkward to me in this episode. I don't, I think that, like, I didn't like her, um, I didn't like her, like, conversation with Chandler and how she, like, told him that he gained weight seemed out of character for her because she's, like, usually super kind and, like, I know that she didn't mean it in an unkind way, but, like, I feel like she would not say that. It seemed, like, out of character to me that she would say that to him. And then I think, like, that just threw me off with her this episode. I didn't I didn't care for her this episode. I think that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I actually like that it was a guy, like, it was Chandler that they said, um, yeah. you know, you gained some weight. Because if it was a woman, mm-hmm. A, it probably would have been received as well with the audience and be like I think a woman would take more offense to that than a, a man would in my I mean in my opinion maybe not but like if your best friends were like hey Matt like I always feel that way when I gain a little bit of weight don't worry about it would you feel kind of offended like hey I gained weight damn it I'm, I'm trying to think about my head right now if my friends told me that hey you're gaining a little weight one I they're my friends like I appreciate your honesty thanks <laughs> Sue's cat whoever like thank you we're telling me that I'm gaining some weight, but now I'm like, fuck, I need to lose some weight. <laughs> <laughs> People are actually telling you. Yeah. But again, like, I like that they're that close. Like, Chandler literally takes no offense to it. He's just like, really? I am? And everyone's like, oh, awkward. Change subject. He's like, no, 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 seriously. Like, did, did I really gain some weight? And they're like, mm, maybe a little. Mm. And he's like, oh, man. Like, yeah. What kind of bothers me about that, though? And then Monica's like, don't worry about it. I'll help you. Right. What kind of bothers me about that, though, is, like, they've clearly all talked about it with each other. 
if they're like, oh, yeah. uh, change the subject, okay, and they, like, are all acting that way. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, if you're concerned about someone in that way, I don't know. I guess it's a, a weird discussion to have, but... Yeah, it's very weird. Like, you'd be like, hey, did you see uh, Kate's uh, gain some weight in there? <laughs> oh, yeah, I noticed that, too. Oh, right? Like, like, what are you talking okay. about? I don't know. I guess just, like, that's not right. something that I would necessarily, like, talk about my friends about. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you gained weight. And maybe that's just, like me like coming from me as somebody who like who is overweight I that would make me mad (laughs) like like I don't like I don't need to hear that it's something that I know like you don't need to tell me I know that I have or I know that I am like can like why I, I don't know I don't even like whenever people like point out that I've lost weight or whatever like that's just like why are we even focusing on that it like genuinely like upsets me like I don't know. It's my body. It is the way that it is. Why do we got to talk about it? That's how, I, that's how I feel about the whole, like, weight thing. And I think that that's why I probably was just turned off by Phoebe in this episode. I don't know. Yeah, it makes mm-hmm. sense. As somebody who's overweight, that's just, like, my point of view, where it's like, I don't need you to tell me I've gained weight. I don't need you to tell me that I've lost weight. Just don't talk about my weight. You're beautiful, Meg. It's all it Thanks. Is. I love you. <laughs> I had a coworker tell me they went out of their way to tell me like, "Oh wow, you lost a lot of weight and you look great." Blah blah blah. And in my head, I'm like, "Yeah, it's just stress. Thank you." Like, <laughs> right. Like, like, like you never know like the reason behind why somebody's lost weight too. Like it could be a negative thing, and like you pointing it out to somebody isn't necessarily going to be a positive thing to them. And like it could be a good thing. But if somebody wants you to know that they've lost weight, nine times out of ten, they're going to make you know that you lost that they lost weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're going to know that they're eating differently or working out more or something. Like, if, I don't know. But I would prefer my friend tell me, hey, man, in a nice way, you know, like, you should lay off Chrissy's cupcakes a little bit. <laughs> but I feel like that's only maybe, I don't even say that, I don't think it was necessarily necessary anyway, but like, if like you gained like, I don't know, like 50 pounds in like a month, that's, there that's different something going on. That's impressive. Or that's, whatever. Like that's different than like them telling Chandler, pounds. it looks like you've gained a couple pounds. It's like, yeah, that's, exactly. you know. Like, who cares? Like, yeah. I, I like how Phoebe tried to make it funny it, yeah i guess so she's like i can't make my hands meet when i hug you recovery <laughs> yeah it's like my boobs are bigger than yours i'm going home she's like, your boobs are fine <laughs> i mean i know now i'm uh, i'm at that quarantine 15 quarantine oh my god 15 <laughs> oh boy good god. great um i think that's all character wise um, it was the waiter, the phone guy, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, no one huge. The pet shop lady. <laughs> Her face. She was like, what about some thoughts and rankings? Fun fact my iPad is still dead. So, Jeez, oh man. Um, All right. I'm pulling piece. it up. You just got to write them down on their own merits without looking at other ones. Oh, I have it on my phone, Matt. Don't worry. <laughs> who would like to go first katie me okay um i don't know i 
as always, enjoyed this episode. Um, it had a really good, a lot of good, like, one-liners, I guess. Like, quippy things that made me laugh. Like, of course, now I can't remember it because I'm on the spot, but when Ross and Rachel, uh, when Ross finds out, cute title, um, and he was like, he was like, when did you, when did you, when did you, or something like that? Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Uh, Chandler, when did he, when did he, when did he? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was funny. Like, just, it had a lot of those moments, which are pretty much my favorite in all of the, the whole series. Um, and, like, something happened that we've been wanting to happen. I don't know what's going to happen following this. Like, is it going to be goodbye Julie instantly? Is it, like, a weird thing now? Are they going to have, like, a weird in-between stage? I don't know. Is he going to have both for a while? <laughs> oh, my no, God. No, he better not. I don't think Rachel would allow that. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, le- it's, like, a good cliffhanger that I don't have to wait too long to find out what happens, hopefully. Um, so I'll give it an 8.395. Okay. Would you like to go next, or would you like me to go next? I'll go. Um, so I liked the Ross and Rachel storyline a lot. I thought that Rachel was really great in this episode. She was funny. I loved 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 her drunk scene that was great comedy it was funny um and i liked the little like twist of the end that i wasn't expecting how i was like so certain that they were gonna end this on a fight but then they didn't and it was like the perfect kiss with the rain behind them at central perk and it was kind of passionate for a first kiss but i liked it um long time coming yeah wasn't just a little accidental smooch at the laundromat you know right i also i like chandler and monica's chemistry in this one like how they can like joke with each other and how like monica's clearly pushing him and i kind of feel like chandler could have stopped a lot earlier than he did but I wonder if he just, like, likes spending extra time with Monica. I forgot to say that that last scene with Chandler kind of bummed me out. Same. Because I really <laughs> like Chandler, in case you don't know. And I was like, you're just being cruel and mean for your own... Um, Katie. She called him of? fat boy. No, that's not okay, <laughs> but he took it too far. He did take it too far, I think. I agree with that. For his own gains. Yeah. And, like, just being straight up cruel. What are you doing? Uh, so anyway, <laughs> I'm giving this episode like a 9.875. <laughs> it's what? <pretty. laughs> Dang. Dang. All right. Uh, Ross and Ra- Ross, yeah, Ross and Rachel kissed. It's a long time coming. It deserves a high score. Meg Even if it. I didn't like okay. one aspect of it, the other parts of it made up for it. And it had cats. And right. it had cats in it. I mean, like, it's literally made for me. Cats. And Ross and Rachel. That's true. Cats. That is you all over it. So many cats. So many cats. <laughs> I would have been like, Ross, you could just adopt like five. Take them all home. Can we talk about that shelter for half a second? Those cages were too small. It was like a chicken coop up to the ceiling with just layers. They did have like too little. four or five rows of cats. <laughs> like, well, it was 1995 and it was New York City. True. <laughs> true. 
That's no yeah, excuse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least they're doing something. True. What you, what's your ranking? Uh, so, yeah, this episode's great. I really like it. It's such a feel-good episode. <laughs> this episode is great. <laughs> it's just so great. Um, uh, yeah, the the big thing for me, I, I was, like, poke because Matt was watching it with, with us when we were watching, and I kept, like, poking at him, and, like, it's coming, it's coming, my God, and he's just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, like, I know. But, like, I really like their kiss scene. It's really well-written. It's really well-acted. Um, the actors really have a great chemistry. Like Jennifer Aniston and David Swimmer really like do very well against each other, and it's really awesome to see. And you see it through their fight, you see it through their kiss. Like it's really great. Um, and like the rest of their um, of the storyline is pretty great too. It doesn't seem like much filler. Um, I know they had to fill some space in there. The whole episode can't be just about Ross and Rachel because they have you know. 25 minutes to fill so like it didn't seem out of the ordinary for me um i like seeing other relationships blossom like the chandler and monica I like seeing i like seeing phoebe and joey like um their relationships are really budding um or at least the the audience is seeing them budding so it's kind of cool um you see that you know monica and chandler can really talk to each other and say whatever they want to each other and like they have that kind of a relationship and um it's kind of cool and then phoebe and joey is just like they're just both kind-hearted people that like genuinely give a fuck you know so yeah. i like seeing that too i am rambling anyways <laughs> so i'm gonna give this episode an 8.643 okay that's very very respectable i mean you love that scene she was she was just poking me like oh my god it's so good. You feel so good. You just like, oh. They do have excellent yeah, was, chemistry, man. It was weird watching that episode a little for me because I had like a flashback of college. Um, this was pre-Chrissy, mind you. But when um, she tell, when he finds out, like uh, that kind of happened to me once. Like I had, I was clueless that some girl liked me, and then uh, a girl told me. Like in the room, and I'm like, "What? When? When? When did? When did this happen? <laughs> or whatever?" And then, and then right at, right when that happened, my roommate walked in or whatever, and then she like got up and left. <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And my roommate's looking at me like, "What just happened?" I'm like, "I I don't know," but I think you ruined something. Oh, I just <laughs> I just fell into a sitcom. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I no, like, so why didn't you like talk to her afterwards or anything? I I did, but I don't know, nothing came up. It's oh. okay, it worked out. So, <laughs> fine. But but it was weird. like I was I felt like Ross like oh man this is hitting home this is weird. I don't need this right now. This ship has sailed. <laughs> I don't want your so, ship. Yeah. I don't want your <laughs> ship. <laughs> I don't need your stupid ship. I thought she was gonna Wait. drop the SHIT, but. Shit. Yeah, that one. Yeah, we, we swear on this podcast, Kate. Oh, yeah, you're right. Say it. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> Say crack again. Crack. Do you guys wanna see where the episode lands as our favorites? Tell me. Yes. Talk to me. It is my third favorite, which I actually thought that it was gonna be second but it's not do you want to rearrange i um, should yeah i'm gonna go and change my number
What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so it's third favorite for me. Thank you guys. Number one is still the one with two parts, and then the one with the birth, and then the one where Ross finds out. Uh, it's Katie's seventh favorite. Ooh. It's Chrissy's second favorite behind Underdog Gets oh. Away. Dang. All right. Which puts it at our third most favorite out of all three of us. Wow. Wow, look at you guys. It's a good episode. Yeah. It is a good episode. For Rizzle. For Rizzle, my Dizzle. Oh, you know it. For Rizzle, my you know, Ross and back, Rachel you guys is eventually going to get to the point where these episodes aren't going to show up on anybody's list, good or bad. This episode so will. This episode will. <laughs> Maybe. Episode. Episode. <laughs> episode. <laughs> um, so what's next? Give me some facts. Facts, facts, facts. Give me them facts, facts, facts. Okay. All right, so the one where Ross finds out, seventh episode, season two. It's aired on November 9th, 1995. It was written by Michael Borkow. Borkow? I I, I always mess up these names. Man, okay. And (laughs) directed by, I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh. Directed by Peter Boners. Sure. (laughs) I'm sorry. Maybe it's Boners. Boners? I don't know. It's spelled B-O-N-E-R-Z. So that's Boners. Boners. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not, we're sorry. all adults. Yeah, we're yeah, all adults here. <laughs> we're very mature. I mean, it's, it's an unfortunate last name. I'm not laughing, but I kind of am. Anyway, okay. So, um, some facts. We have a lot of them today, and they're actually really great. Um, so today, uh, during this episode, Ross and Rachel have their first physical passionate kiss. At the end of the episode, we already know that. Uh-huh. Um, Barry Diamond is the guy who has the phone. He's actually a stand-up comedian from the Bronx in New York. He looked familiar to me. Yeah, he's a comedian. So, cool. Um, and during the 2008 Primetime Emmy Awards, the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences honored TV's most memorable moments determined by an online vote. And the kiss between Ross and Rachel was rated number one. Dang. Hell yeah. Yes, ma'am. I have a question. I mean, I'll high five you through the screen, too, but I have a question. (laughs) Answers? Do you think if the Nickelodeon, no, the Teen Choice Awards were a thing in 1995, that Ross and Rachel would have won Kiss of the Year? Yeah. I would think so. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you remember when The Notebook came out and yeah. Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling won Kiss of the Year at the Teen Choice Awards and they literally recreated the kiss when they accepted the award and it was so good. Oh, man, I don't remember that. Ross and Rachel could have done that. Yeah, I feel like their kiss was extremely memorable. Like, yeah, it was great. I wouldn't say anything was weird about it. Nothing like, no, Hot, solid. Solid, solid. Same. They would have right. They would have gotten a surfboard. That's all I'm saying. Uh, orange surfboard. Wasn't it orange? It's different color every year. I think they make the design different. What? Interesting. Hmm. I'm thinking of Nickelodeon. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. I miss Nickelodeon. The old school Nickelodeon. 
I miss All Face. Right. Do you remember Face? <gasps> Hell yeah, I remember Face. Face. Okay, Stick, go ahead. Stickly. So sad. Okay, Stick, anyway. Um, actually, David Schwimmer is allergic to cats. Fun fact. Um, Shame. This episode is rated number two in NBC's Six Favorite Friends episode countdown. Ooh. Mm. I like that there's six, because there's six friends. Hey. Maybe that's why. Hey. I feel like I should have rated this episode higher. Yeah, what's wrong? <laughs> no, no, you leave pretty, it. It was pretty high. It was a pretty high one. Um, in this episode, Gunther's name is finally revealed. Um, this is evident when Rachel says goodnight, Gunther, to him when while he leaves the coffee house and she's closing up. Um, so Gunther has been in the episodes before. He's a, he's a worker at the coffee house, but he's never kind of talked about or talked to yet. Um, and um, he always has spots on camera, but he's just uncredited at this point. So today we find out that guy that works behind the counter, his name is Gunther. So, yeah. Cool. Cool beans. Um, the restaurant Michael and Rachel go to is called The Saloon. Uh, it isn't spoken, but the exterior is shown. And this restaurant closed in 2019. Oh, sad day. So we yeah. could have gone there in New York sometime? Apparently, yes. Dang. We missed it. Mm. Um, the producers wanted the U2's With or Without You song as a background clip for Ross and Rachel's Kiss. However, there wasn't enough time to arrange for necessary rights. So instead of the song, a studio clip similar to the the band sound was used. I really liked that sound, that song that they produced, though. I'm glad it wasn't with or without you. Why is that? That's not supposed to be a romantic song. It's one of those like uh, misunderstood lyrics. Well, yeah, I'm glad they went with this anyway. Fair enough. Which makes sense to me. Um, so the DVD episode, which is the ones that we are watching, obviously, but the ones, um, those have the extra scene where Ross and Julie are picking their cat out at the cat shop. So the cut what? version, they don't show that. What? Which, I don't know why they cut such great scenes, but whatever. Out of all the scenes they could have cut. I'm offended. Why would they pick that one? It's so, like, Ross, that's like a Ross moment. Like, that's a good scene. He's actually really funny in it. He's like, Shows I mean, see the internal struggle. Yeah. yeah, and it's so funny watching him compare Julie and Rachel to cats. You They're know, both beautiful. They're both yeah. beautiful. Funny, <laughs> funny cats. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they did that because it's a great scene. But okay, um, so this this one's interesting. Fritzy Burr, she plays the pet owner, pet shop owner in the scene. She was also featured in other Friends episodes. Um, she was in the one with the stone guy. She played plays Mrs. Tedlock, the secretary at Chandler's workplace. Um, so if we recall, she says, um, Chandler, Mr. So-and-so wants to see you in his office. And Chandler says, oh, that's a very flattering sleeve length on you. And she, like, her, head, her sweater oh, yeah. is like on her wrist or whatever. And she's like, yeah, okay, great. And then she also <laughs> plays... Uh, in the episode where Nana dies twice, she plays a guest at the wake. Hmm. So, yeah, they used her a few times. The full name of Monica's cat was Fluffy Meowington, and it was a male. That's adorable. I like it. I like that she kept his toys. Yeah. Do Calvin and Hobbes have have longer names than Calvin and Hobbes? Negative. No. They're just Calvin and Hobbes. Should have been Joey I mean, Chan. they have their... 
They have their philosophers' namesakes, but no, no, we, we, they're just kind of hobs. We do, we do nickname them quite a bit, oh, though. Yeah. Oh, if we go on cat nicknames, this episode's gonna be another hour long. Oh, yeah, you best or not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, actually, Matt made made up that Hobbs's nickname. Oh, I what? need to know. I need to know what Hobbsy. Hobbsy. What? No. Fatty McFatterson? No, Hobbsy. Oh, okay. That is actually you. Actually, Matt is not a huge cat person. Like, he likes our cats or whatever. But when we got them, he was just like, all right, all right. So then, like, he, he probably had them for a couple of weeks. And you were playing around with Hobbs. And he was like, come here, Hobbsy. Yeah, Hobbsy. And I'm like, what? Hobbsy. Oh, my God. I'm like that dad that says, no, no pets. And then, like, the pet's, like, sleeping on the dad's chest. Right. It's totally true. <laughs> and I was like, what? Hobbsy? And he's like, shut up. But anyway. Teddy and Iggy have proper names. Oh, yeah. They're Ignotus Peveril and Teddy Lupin. Yeah. Edward. Edward. I mean, that's pretty solid. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, okay. So the snatch of music Chandler dances to at the end of the episode is the dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy from the oh, Nutcracker. God. It's been stuck in my head since it played. Yep. And a couple more. This is the first time Rachel is shown drunk in the, in the series. Yeah, it's great. We all love drunk Rachel. Drunk Rachel is pretty great. She Six was out. pretty solid. That was great. Indeed. She wasn't too sloppy, but she was clearly gone. Yeah. I like it. She's, like, not too sloppy of a drunk. Yeah. It's yeah, good. I like it. Um, so, a couple goofs. When Rachel finds out that Ross and Julie are getting a cat, and um, Rachel's neck is interesting. She wears a necklace, and then it cuts back out to her not wearing a necklace. And then she wears the necklace again. It goes back and forth a couple times throughout that scene. It's magic. Um, yeah, it is definitely magic. Um, and then Ross leaves the apartment without the cat toys. Well, without the cat toys. I noticed Wait, that. I wondered that. I noticed yeah. that. <laughs> so either he's just like thinking about Rachel so much that he just forgets them, or they just forgot about that whole thing of yeah, he's supposed to be getting a cat toy. I, I think feel it's more, like he was flustered. He, he's got Rachel on the brain. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. No, get out. I got a cat. Um, I'll be right down. <laughs> yeah, I got a cab waiting. I'll, I'll be, be right, right down. I'll be right down. <laughs> Everything's fine. Um, and then the last one here, when Rachel tosses the empty wine bottle into the ice bucket, it's facing to the right towards Michael. However, a couple of shots show it facing to the left towards Rachel, and it switches directions twice throughout that scene. Magic. Yeah, I know there's a lot of those kind of goofs in these episodes, which are not that big of a deal, but it is interesting. Continuity error errors. Continuity errors are difficult for you know TV shows, sitcoms, and stuff. Especially when you have a bunch of characters and stuff going down. Fair. A lot of extras. Mm-hmm. No you excuse. Know. It's hard. It's difficult. No excuse. It's not Game of Thrones, Starbucks cup, but. Oh my god. I don't know anything about that. That was so funny. I had never seen that episode, but that was hilarious. Oh, I remember that now. Somebody left a Starbucks cup on the table. They had it back in the day. And it made it into the episode, and then they had to go back in and edit the cup out and re-release the episode without the cup on the table. (laughs) That's funny. And that's HBO. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's their moneymaker. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I wonder what kind of drink was in it. Caramel Macchiato. That's my solid, guess. Solid. 
I like it. Whiskey? <laughs> Maybe. That could be. Um, so yeah, that's all the facts that we have today. Meg, do you have any, like, hypotheses? Julie? She's gone. You think, like, okay, for real. Do you think it's, like, right away? So... Or do you think it's, like, a... It's Weird funny because we've been hypothesizing that Julie's going to be around a lot longer than we want her to be. And this was surprising to me. I agree. I thought for sure we were going to have Julie through this whole season. I thought it was going to be longer. I guess we're like, oh, we're not halfway through. I'm sorry. I keep thinking like 12 episodes. because I'm. Yeah, no, we're like, shows, it's but... like 22, I think. Right. Right. Something yeah. like that. So really, she's only in it for like seven seven episodes unless but, unless it continues on and she's like a total b and like comes is at julie Ross. gonna become a bitch like rachel she's said. like really nice right now but maybe she'll turn into like Psycho. the bad ex Ooh. so there's there could be that um so wait, wait hypothesize do you think she's sticking around for a while or like I think that she is going to be in episodes, but I don't think she will be Ross's girlfriend anymore. Do you okay. think that Ross and Rachel will be a thing right away? Or is it kind of going to be like, I don't know what to do because I just dumped someone. Like, should I just jump on a relationship? I don't know. They're going to be a thing. But I wonder if... I wonder. I wondered when I'd be seeing you, Mr. Mr. Potter. No, um, I wonder if... <laughs> <laughs> Um, Julie could turn into, like, a Janice. Like, because I kind of maybe know that, like, Ross and Rachel maybe are on and off. Mm. So does, like, Julie come back? Are they, like, on and off because of Julie? Mm. Mm. Um, so there, I don't know, but I, like, I feel like Julie, like we could have been right with our hypotheses before, but just in a different way. So like, she's not necessarily going to be gone, but she also won't necessarily be snogging Ross. Ross's girlfriend. <laughs> Does that make sense? Interesting. Yeah, I got you. Um, I wanted to hypothesize that Ross and Rachel would get a cat, but if. David Schwimmer's actually allergic, allergic to cats. They probably wouldn't make him do that. But do you think Ross and Rachel will get another monkey? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. God, I hope not. A wee-mo-wet, a wee-mo-wet, a wee-mo-wet, a wee-mo-wet. That is the best scene It's the best ever. thing to come from Marcel. Uh, it is. And then also, I feel like... This whole episode of Monica and Chandler be hanging out a lot. It's gonna happen more. Even though Chandler was a total a-hole? She was an a-hole to him, too! They were both assholes to each other! They were both assholes. And maybe but, that's why they like each other. Because they're assholes? Okay. Yeah. They could both right. take it. Take that friend that you can say anything to and it's yeah. fine. Like, you're being a complete dickhead. And it's like, yeah. like okay, I tell yeah. Katie that she smells all the time. Oh my god. And I don't actually smell. Okay. But I tell her that. She does. Maybe, I don't know, I guess Chandler does need somebody like that. Well, like, they're it's kind of, like, interesting because they're in similar situations 
in terms of the significant other front where like they try but nothing works out both of them you know yeah um but now on top of like i feel like that like that noise of like them having the same problem was kind of not necessarily brought to the forefront because monica had a job and she was focusing on that and she was doing well and Chandler got a promotion and he was doing well and everything was fine. And now that like Monica has time to focus on other aspects of her life, like what is going to come from that? Is Chandler going to lose his job too? And then that's, what's going to make them get together if they do. Interesting. All I know is I will bet my life on the fact that they, who does that? That they, that they date. That's so, that's so intense. Bet my life. Bet my life. Lord. If they don't date, can I kill you? No. It was hypothetical. Wow. Okay, I'll turn. bet. Um, I don't this know. This podcast became like serial. Like, I know. They totally, they're totally going to be a thing. It's recorded. It's feel, live. You have this on now. She shows up dead. Okay, like... <laughs> Something she choked on a chicken bone or some crap or whatever. She's dead, and then they're like, "Oh, oh, let's go to the Facebook feed." And they're oh man, look at Chrissy you, here. Chrissy, I'm kidding. This I just there, I there was there was really a much now that and, it, and like it's a, gonna happen. The next week does not die. Like I don't want you to die. Period. But especially in this next week, please don't die. <laughs> not a fizzle, a spark. There was a spark that I said. I meant sizzle. Uh, see, fizzles the downwards. <laughs> there is a sizzle of something there between the two of them. We'll see. Time will tell. Okay, so Julie's hanging around. Bitch or not a bitch? She's a bitch. Bitch. Okay, yeah, all right. Bitch. Julie's hanging around being a bitch. Uh, the wife bet that they're going to, uh, Chandler and Monica are going to date. And is that it? Is that like these two? These are big ones? Yeah. Okay. All right, I just want this down for posterity. For sure. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. wait. And Ross and Rachel are going to get a fruit fly. <laughs> <laughs> Name it Steve. Michael. Name Michael. it. Michael. I'll Michael. <laughs> no, they'll name it Julie. Oh, my God. Wow, that is just creepy and spiteful and weird. Indeed. Right. I'm a Slytherin, what can I say? <laughs> um, so I think that's all we got today. Yeah. I know. Yep. Um, yeah. Should we social media it up? Do you want to do it? Uh, I can try. So, if you guys want to follow us on the Facebook, uh, we are Friends Watching Friends, and we also have a group called Friends Watching Friends Group, which is where you can po- where Chrissy posts every week a discussion thread so that we can pull your thoughts on the following week's episode and talk about them. So please go and do that because it's really fun to like see other people's ideas and thoughts on the episodes and like what we discussed. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at Friends Watching Friends Pod. Uh, Chrissy's the only one that does Instagram, so if you want to talk spoilers, that's where you want to go. Um, we also launched our Patreon dun, 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 <laughs> with lots of fun things to do. Um, My favorite thing on Patreon okay. is the spoiler chat with Chrissy. Yeah. I feel like cool. 
that will be fun. You for guys can laugh at us. People that are not me and Katie. Yeah, make fun of us. <laughs> It'd be great. Um, and then later on, Christy can tell us all about how mean you guys are. So. Yeah, you can talk about us behind her back. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. I'm actually really excited for that um, for that part of the um, wow. your memberships or whatever. But uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun things for, we have different tiers, mm-hmm. a lot of fun things for everybody. And uh, we appreciate any, any sponsorship for for our, um, us. And um, But yeah, it's going to be really fun. I'm really excited for that spoiler one. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I'm Still also on a Coca-Cola sponsorship. Yeah, Coca-Cola should fucking sponsor it. I'm just saying. I know, I'm drinking a vanilla right here. Yeah, I got cherry vanilla right here. Oh, oh shoot! Yeah. I need to drink one after we're done recording. For real, I've been watching you guys slug that down. And I'm gonna play Animal Crossing and drink Coke. <laughs> Feeling a little parched. Over here. <laughs> um, do you know? So it's Patreon.com. Is it Friends Watching Friends podcast or pod? Well, we'll post it in the show notes, but just search <laughs> Friends Watching Friends on Patreon <laughs> or click the link below. Um, yeah, like Christy said, there's a bunch of different tiers. There's a bunch of different things you can get um, from bonus episodes to all the way to a spoiler chat. So check that out. I'm uh, super really excited, excited for it. more live episodes. Yeah, that too. Yeah, it'll be really fun. Um, I love. We love to kind of talk to you guys and discuss things with you guys too. That's always like our most you know exciting part is being able to talk to you guys as well we are live right now actually we are yep it is oh man jen is excited that i'm on the next episode oh jen bless your soul (laughs) (laughs) too bad you have bad taste oh it's uh patreon.com forward slash friends watching friends pod i just i looked it up Awesome. Good job. Sauce. Yep. Uh, but yeah, check that out. I'm actually amazed that um, we have a few patrons already. It's really cool and exciting. Um, but thanks. Okay, what's up, Meg? Um, I want to let everybody know the names of the, the levels. Because oh, yeah, we're yes. pretty proud of these. They so are. They're great. The first tier is called Smelly Cats. You get to sponsor an episode. Uh, the next tier is the pivots because it's funny. So, you know, <laughs> it's <And> funny. <laughs> and then the next tier after that is our lobsters because we love you. And we decided that we could use that joke because it's on merch everywhere and I've seen it. So it's okay, even though it's a little spoilery. Same don't worry. I still don't know the context behind it. I just know that it means that they love each other. So, you know, I love you. And then the last <laughs> tier is called the central perks because you get the most perks with it. Hey. So let's get some coffee. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> um, but yeah, sh- should we get some virtual coffee? Yes. Yeah. Over Skype only, safe social, social distancing. distancing, wash your hands, and chat with people online. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. Stay healthy. I've been touching my face the entire episode. I know. So, I know. So was I. I'm really bad with it. I'm like. I mean, I don't go anywhere. So. I literally Still. don't leave the house. Yeah, it's been really weird. I don't like it, but I'd rather do that than be sick. So sure. I'll take that. But um, yeah, this was a fun one. Thanks for listening. Please sponsor us. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, yes, please.
We've tried all your flavors. Au revoir, Okay, now what I just heard? Blah 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 Did Matt listen to the most recent episode where you changed your rating in the middle? He literally, you know how I told you that he was going to stream his computer? He literally did that. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, you changed your rating! the data. Everyone was super excited, as of me. There's a lot of good episodes coming up, and this was definitely one of them in season two to be like, eee! So is the next good episode whenever Ross kicks Julie to the curb? Can't tell you that. <laughs> Bev, never getting work done again, just listening to live podcasts. Yeah, basically. No big deal. Because that's all we do, is podcasts. <laughs> Matt, are you enjoying okay. or not? That's super what you're up to say. Okay, he can okay, do fine. it. You can do it. Are we, are we starting? Are we ready? All right. Whenever they uh, hit the button.